Welcome to Cascade Connects, a podcast focusing on the people and events in the Cascade Collegiate Conference. Here is your host, CCC Commissioner Robert Cashel. Welcome to this edition of Cascade Connects. I'm your host, Rob Cashel, Conference Commissioner, and very excited today being joined by Associate Head Coach of the Beach Volleyball Program at Corbin, Avery Ridgeway, and student athlete Megan Dennis. Ladies, thank you for joining uh, Cascade Connects. Thank you for having us. Well, this is really exciting for us because it's the first time that we're really talking about beach volleyball uh, at the conference level. So Avery, um, tell me a little bit about uh, your program at Corbin and, uh, and how beach volleyball came to be at your institution. Yeah, so I think it was four years ago, maybe five, they started the whole of beach volleyball. It's becoming a really popular sport, um, especially in the Northwest. So our assistant coach at the time, Deanna Villapondo, and our head indoor coaches, Dick and Kim McLean, kind of came together and started the program. They built the courts. We have four really nice courts on our campus. And yeah, kind of started the program as um, like an intramural type thing. And she was recruiting people. And as it became more popular and we became more of a concrete sport, uh, we began to see a lot of success. So uh, yeah, we started playing just a bunch of different schools. Um, during this time, I was on the indoor program. So kind of watching from the sidelines and seeing their success, seeing D, uh, recruiting people and kind of building the program out. And I joined the program in 2022. We won the national title actually that year, or in 2021, 2022. I get the days mixed, the years mixed up. And then the next year we went back to the national tournament um, and got runner up. And now we've had a change of coaching staff, um, still have a really great program. And we're excited to see what this year brings with all the new CCC teams joining. And yeah, we have a really strong team. Um, Dan and I came on and we've just been super lucky to have a super strong culture and girls that are really bought in to the team and a really strong leadership core group that pretty much leads the team from the inside. And it makes our job really easy as coaches. Well, Avery, you mentioned uh, that you played on the indoor team and, and we probably would be remiss without reminding our, our fans what a great career you had as an indoor player, uh, an All-American player, All-Conference, and, and just had a, a fantastic indoor career. The NAIA actually, uh, and, and you talk about Corbin sponsoring Beach, and we're the first one in the conference, but the NAIA has added it as an invitational sport. Mm -hmm. uh, you're in your third year as an invitational sport, and then hopefully we'll have enough programs to move it to a championship sport. Uh, and, and you mentioned winning the National Invitational in 2022. Uh, what was that like uh, going down and win, winning that Invitational? Well, yeah, for me, it was a really amazing experience just going from indoor and that was my first season ever playing beach. So learning this whole new sport and just like the vibe of beach is so different than indoor and going to like we've gone to nationals for indoor. That was probably my fifth time going and going to the beach national tournament was just a way different experience. It was amazing. It was really well put together and the team and the girls just fought for every single point during the entire thing. And it was just 
it was a battle and it was probably the most rewarding thing I've ever done in, in my sports career. But Megan was also there and she had, she actually was the game winning serve to win our national title in 2022. She aced them. So she probably has a good insight on that too. Megan, talk a little bit about, first of all, you're from New Mexico uh, yes. and, and uh, came up to the Pacific Northwest, had a, had a stellar indoor career uh, prior to transitioning to beach. So talk a little bit about uh, not only that game winning ace, but also your transition uh, to the Pacific Northwest. Yes. So I actually, I started club volleyball in sixth grade. And in Albuquerque, there's a pretty large beach community. We actually have indoor facilities and outdoor facility facilities for beach. So I kind of grew up the whole time playing both. Um, so I think it was kind of an easy choice for me. I was like, okay, beach is definitely what I want to do and what I want to pursue. And I found Corbin. I talked to Dee and she was just a really great coach. And the courts were beautiful at Corbin. They're they're surrounded by trees. It's just kind of very different from where I came from, obviously. I think it's definitely um, interesting playing in the rain and the environment. You know, there's no indoor beach volleyball courts here, so we kind of have to just push through in the weather, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I definitely love Oregon and the kind of beach community that's starting to grow here also. Um, and yeah, so... <laughs> nationals in 2022 I was a freshman playing at the fives so it's kind of surreal to be getting on the roster in the lineup anyway you know you didn't really come in expecting that so that was really exciting um and then you know we're going to the national championships it, it's it's very crazy and you're kind of like I hope it doesn't come down to me you know I don't want to mess anything up I don't like I don't really want the pressure but then you get there and then everyone's waiting on your court and you're the last team. Um, you're going to decide what happens. And then you're like, okay, I got to put the team on my back. Like this is, um, I meant to be here. I just got to keep pushing forward. And then life just kind of happens. And then you serve the ace winning point. <laughs> Must've been just very exciting for you and for the team. And, and I know I was actually at, uh, your indoor match would have been fall of 23, no, fall of 22, when your team was honored with the national championship and, and you all came out to the court and, and, and the big red banner was presented to the team and, and unveiled in Warrior Gym. So really exciting. It was your first national championship at Corbin, correct? Mm -hmm. So for a lot of our people, and we're going to get to our, our Cascade Conference poll and, and kind of what we're doing within the conference in, in a minute, but for people who might not be familiar with, with beach, it's very, very different from indoor in terms of you play in pairs, you play best out of five pairs. Help explain kind of how, how beach operates. So typically in indoor, you have your two teams of six and six playing each other on the court. Um, in beach volleyball, your starting lineup is made up of 10 players. So 10 different girls in teams of two. Um, so five different teams. You have your ones pair, which is typically your strongest pair, and then two, three, four, five. Um, and to win the match or the duel, you have to win three games. So two, three of your partnerships have to win. Um, so best out of five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and the scoring is slightly different than indoor, correct? Mm -hmm. 
Yes, okay. so indoor games go to 25 and beach volleyball games go to 21. And you actually, when the points add up to seven, you switch sides. So you're moving around a lot. Mm -hmm. So Avery, um, Oregon, uh, at least as far as I know, didn't have a, a, a real established beach um, climate or, or culture, but it's starting to gain a lot in that momentum, correct? Yeah, well, I'd say like with having the seaside tournament here and just like, obviously we have the ocean and the beaches here. It's definitely different than like Manhattan beach or things like that. But I feel like we've always had that kind of core hippie beachy chill community here. And it's just growing in a more professional way. And we're offering more tournaments and clubs are opening up and it's just becoming like really popular, which is super exciting because even though a lot of people think we're, we don't have the weather for it, we definitely have the athletes for it, which is, which is really awesome. Well, moving to the Cascade Conference, again, we are embarking uh, and hopefully having this as a championship sport very, very soon. This year, we have five schools uh, sponsoring beach volleyball, and it's Corbin, Bushnell, College of Idaho has a new program, Southern Oregon, and Northwest up in Kirkland, Washington. So we're growing as a conference, and, and talk a little bit, Avery, about uh, that that growth and what that means to you as now an as associate coach and just seeing it, it expand within the league. Yeah, it's it's super exciting knowing that it was just us and then Bushnell joined and there was that little bit of competition with girls that we saw on the indoor court as well. And then Northwest joined, Southern joined. It was just kind of solidifying that this sport is important and the, this sport has like value and our athletes matter and things things like that. So seeing more teams in College of Idaho join, it just means that it's kind of turning into something that's more serious and that holds more weight. And I think as we go on and continue to gain success, not only in conference, but on a national level, it just offers a lot for the Cascade Conference and it just shows that we're versatile athletes that can do anything. And yeah, it's, it's super exciting to see the growth. It just means that Beach volleyball is belongs in Oregon, in Idaho, in Washington, in the Pacific Exactly. Yeah, in in our footprint, right? Yeah. And Megan, it's gotta gotta be exciting for you now to to see that it's it's more solidified within the conference. You have more teams now to compete against within the Cascade. Talk a little bit about what you're looking forward to with that. Um, well, I think a large part or a big part in beach volleyball is communities. So number one, I'm excited to meet new girls that are passionate about, passionate about beach volleyball. I think every year there's um, these big teams and you just kind of can talk to people, um, find out why they came to play beach volleyball in Oregon. Um, so that's really exciting. And then I think it's also exciting just to play more teams, you know, that are probably a little more equally matched. Um, to our skill and how we play versus always playing division one schools, which definitely makes us better and um, more competitive, but it's kind of nice to have um, girls around our same skill level that we can compete with also. And, and Avery, you've been uh, obviously as, as one of the coaches in the league have been privy to how we've established our schedule for this spring. Uh, mm -hmm. you, everyone's going to play each other three times. Our top four teams are going to qualify for what we're calling the NAI West qualifier. So t tell me a little bit about 
how you're preparing now for really what is a, a conference schedule? Yeah, so I think in years past, we've kind of just been piecing together, trying to get as many games as possible, playing teams that are close to us as much as possible and throwing in teams like Oregon or University of Portland. And that's been really fun and exciting. But now that we have a more concrete schedule, it's and we're, we know that we're traveling and we're playing Friday, Saturday, and it'll continually happen when we play these tournaments. It just really sets our practice schedules up for success. And we kind of know what we're going into and what the schedule is going to look like. And we can prepare better for that, knowing and having that, that solid um, idea of what's going to occur. And I think it just brings more excitement. Like in the past, we know we traveled down to California for the, that Cal Pack tournament. And we've always kind of been seen as the outsider. Like we're one of the best teams there, but nobody really wanted us there. All the California teams were kind of rooting against us because we were that Oregon team that wasn't in their conference. And now that we have our own conference tournament, I think it's just going to be that much more exciting. And we're going to want the title that, that much more. And you've talked a little bit about playing Megan in, in all kind of conditions and in the rain and, and up that. So I'm learning a lot about beach volleyball as the commissioner and trying to educate myself. But, um, you know, like in softball and baseball, as an example, we have some pretty standard protocol on rainouts or when we might delay a game and, and all that kind of stuff. What what would stop a beach volleyball match from happening? Simply, you know, is lightning about the only thing? I would say it's probably lightning. Otherwise, we are definitely playing. <laughs> There's been practices or even games where the wind is like blowing so hard. You can barely serve a ball over the net, but that's kind of what you have to prepare for in practice. You know, we use those windy days and we're like, okay, you got to serve the ball differently if it's really, really, really windy blowing a certain direction. So you just kind of have to prepare for all things like that. Um, and maybe hail. I think we've stopped for hail maybe once. Sometimes we keep going in the hail. So it kind of just depends. Yeah. Well, and, and the courts itself, and, and Avery, you guys built beautiful courts at Corbin. Uh, Bushnell is, is uh, finalizing building their courts. College of Idaho has new courts. Southern Oregon built courts. Um, and I, I came to find out that the sand um, is really a specific sand that you purchase. Uh, a lot of our teams have purchased it in uh, out of Florence, Oregon. But can you tell me a little bit about the dimensions of the court and, and the sand and, and what do you got to do to prep your court for practice and for play? Mm -hmm. Well, I wish Dan was on this call because he's, I would say he's our court expert ever since he took on that role as head coach. He has been out there every single day, making the courts that much more perfect, pulling weeds, staining wood. He's owns a concrete company. So he poured new uh, stands for our poles and just all these things. So I don't know the exact dimensions of the courts, but I would say that at Corbin, our sand is a lot deeper than most um, courts, which makes our players that much more able to jump when we go to more shallow uh, sand, like in California or even at Southern or uh, the courts that Bushnell was playing at. But um, in preparation for practice and games, especially raking is super important. Um, when you play in sand, it gets really dug out in certain areas where you're tagging or in serve receive. So raking sand out from under the net, um, making sure that you have a really level court so that at least at the beginning of the game, everyone's kind of on that equal playing field. And then, yeah, as you continue to play, you just kind of got to roll with the punches. If the court's dug out and you have to jump a 
half a foot higher, then you just have to do that, you know? But yeah, raking is definitely the number one thing that I would say we do. Megan, do you get in on the raking at all or is that is that coach led? Um, no, it's kind of a after conditioning, after practice, all right, everyone grab their rakes with your kind of freezing hands because it's raining outside. So you're pulling the rakes and we kind of use it as conditioning sometimes because it's a little difficult to do. But yeah, it's just an everyday type of thing. <laughs> It's a character builder. It's always yeah. grab your yeah, it, it's really It's really reminds me of softball and baseball because they're, they're responsible daily for prepping their field and getting things ready to go if they're playing on a natural surface for sure. Mm -hmm. So a Avery, uh, again, Corbin was selected as number one in our conference uh, to win, basically win our league title and be the, the top four that go down to the NAI qualifier. Um, you've certainly earned that that number one ranking, I think. Number winning the invitational in 22, runner up last year. Uh, what do you know about the other teams in terms of their recruits this year, returners, and and talk a little bit about the competition. Yeah, I would say that um, obviously our everyone that we've played, Bushnell, Southern Northwest, they have really great team culture and a really strong group of girls and really solid coaching as well. Um, what we've noticed is that I think Bushnell and Southern for sure have a lot of experience with their coaching staff and with the girls that are playing. And as we go from fall to kind of spring, their indoor some of their indoor girls will also play. So it's a really good mix of competition and you kind of see changes through the pairs as that transition from indoor to beach happens. So usually there's the ones pair and you as you continue to play these people and just become familiar with the pairings, you you understand how to play them. And our, our pairs usually stay the same as well. So I think they're all really solid teams that will just continue to play and continue to game plan and prepare for because they're coached really well as well. And Megan, you've uh, hopefully you've seen the schedule that we have for the conference. And, and uh, so every location is gonna be able to host a certain part um, and, and actually Corbin and Bushnell are going to share a weekend and uh, I think Corbin hosts on Friday and Bushnell hosts on, on a Saturday. But are, is there anything in particular you're looking forward to to having having more teams at, at one location or, you know, what, is there anything you're you're looking forward to? Um, well, I think I'm definitely looking forward to traveling to the new beach courts that the schools have made. Um, it's really fun to just get in a bus with your teammates and drive up to Idaho, which I've never been to Idaho. So that'll be super exciting. Um, and then obviously having a bunch of beach volleyball collegiate athletes in one location, like for a Corbin example, for example, um, is really exciting. A lot of people bring their dogs to tournaments. So there's um, a lot of dogs running around, there's music playing, um, kind of that like full blast. So the environment is just really fun. Um, it's really competitive, but also in a way where um, you're competing during your game, but then after your game, you get to know um, the other team's players and stuff like that. So it's just a really fun um, experience. And I hope a lot of people come out to watch because it's definitely very different. Yeah. So Megan, uh, maybe for a volleyball player who's played entirely indoor, uh, you said when you grew up, you played both indoor and beach. Uh, if someone wanted to transition to playing beach and all they've ever known is indoor, what are some things that you would say 
are, are you know, what, what advice would you give them? Um, I would probably say it's time to get conditioned. You need to come out and run every day in the sand because it's very different. Um, and you have to have a lot of endurance to last throughout a match. Um, and then I would also say that you really need to become confident in yourself because there are only two players on the court. Um, and realistically, you kind of make mistakes, maybe every other play or every play. So you need to learn um, that the mistakes happen and you just need to move on. And I think a lot of the best beach volleyball players in the world, they are so mentally strong and that's just, it comes with time and practice. And um, so yeah, mentality and endurance probably. <laughs> and and you guys, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Avery and, and Megan, you guys were selected as the NAIA pair of the year. Uh, when you played together the year that you won nationals, correct? Or we were partners the year we were runner up, right? Last year, year we were runner up. Okay. So that obviously that's pretty cool that you guys got to play together, uh, earned that great accolade. But Megan, my question for you is what's the difference with Avery now as your coach, as opposed to your teammate? You know, I thought you were probably going to ask that. Um, and I think it's definitely an interesting dynamic. You kind of just have to work through it. But I would say for me, I'm always striving to be like Avery. And I think a lot of the girls on our team, since we've seen her play, she's dominant at indoor volleyball at hitting and she's dominant at beach. You don't want to serve the ball to Avery. So I think I'm always kind of thinking, one, I need to live up to my partner that I've been with. I need to hold myself to a higher standard and also how can I be like her? How can I be dominant on the court? How can I hit the ball every time? How can I um, be the person that no one wants to mess with kind of like Avery was? And, and Avery, kind of same question for you. What What's your relationship now or what do you see different in Megan now that you're coaching her as opposed to being a partner? Yeah, well, just from being super inexperienced with beach, I learned so much from Megan as my partner. She really built my confidence in just knowing like beachy things and knowing what rules are what. And so I think I, I have a lot of respect for Megan. And now I use that as in the, in the coaching position, I really respect her opinion. And so a lot of times Dan and I will both go to her and other leaders on our team and ask like, what do you guys want to work on? What is something you want to see change? What is the culture that you want to see on this team? And we really value their input, Megan's especially. And so, yeah, I think it's mutual, mutual respect, but now I just, I really want them to be successful and I feel responsible for their success. And so, yeah, I just feel really devoted to the team and to players like Megan. And I really want to see them do well because I know they can. Well, we're really looking forward to this inaugural beach season, if you will, for the Cascade Conference. And then we're, we're hoping to uh, transition this to a championship sport and have our own uh, final co conference championship with an AQ and everything. We are hopeful that another team, another school will add uh, beach and maybe more than one, right? We, we want to see this grow. But Avery, I'll ask you first, if there's one thing that you would like people to know about beach that that maybe love volleyball but aren't quite sure of, of, you know what to think about beach volleyball what would you tell them 
Well, coming from someone who had only played indoor their entire lives and then came out to beach as this kind of like lost person who just wanted to play the sport, it is so much different. And you obviously you want to win in indoor and it's super important to you and you love your team, but the, the drive and the passion for beach is just so different. And I just want people to know that yes, indoor is amazing. Yes. I love indoor, but I've never been so passionate about something as I am beach volleyball. And Megan, same question for you. If you, if you could tell somebody who just said, Hey, tell me about beach, what would be the one thing you, you'd, you'd say? Um, I think I would probably say that um, it's a lifetime sport, I think I would say. Um, I played since I was obviously a little girl and I keep and I'm planning to keep playing probably until I can't anymore as an adult um, in adult leagues. Um, our coach, Dan, I'm not sure how old he is, but he will come out and play with us all the time. Um, and he loves it so much. You know, it's just something it's a little bit more easy on your body. Um, and I think it's just something that you can take the skills um, with for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Avery, do you still get out there and, and, uh, and compete? Yes, I do. <laughs> we actually had um, like, we had a recruit come yesterday. So we just went to the indoor gym because it was snowing and frozen outside. So we weren't gonna um, submit our players to that, but we were playing like indoor games like Queens and Foursquare and my our assistant coach Kaya was our libero. You guys probably remember her. She's amazing, but her, she's our assistant. So her and I are just out there like it's <laughs> it is so much fun, and we're just lucky that the girls are open to us playing with them still. But yeah, we'll get out there sometimes. That's great. Well, uh, I, I really want to thank you guys for coming on Cascade Connects, giving us some some insight to the to the sport of beach volleyball. We're very much looking forward to our conference schedule and uh, getting our top four teams down to the NAIA qualifier and hopefully back to nationals and bringing home a trophy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited about the season and what's to come. <laughs> that has been this edition of Cascade Connects on behalf of Courtney Blummer, our director, Rob Cashel, conference commissioner. We'll see you next time. On behalf of director Courtney Blummer and host Robert Cashel, thanks for tuning in to Cascade Connects, the official podcast of the Cascade Collegiate Conference, 15 championships, and over 3,000 student-athletes. This is the CCC.